Jake Knapp is the inventor of the design sprint and the New York Times bestselling author of the book Sprint. He's also the co-founder of Character, a venture fund for early stage startups. How and why did you start using Miro? I came from this position of thinking, I don't want to be doing stuff online to thinking now when I do a sprint in person with a company, it's like, we're going to use Miro, even though we're all in the same room, because that's a better way for us to get this work done. As an investor, we're basically investing in their ability to solve problems. We're saying, we think this group of people is going to be able to solve a problem in a really great way and create value by doing it. And actually, you need to give people the tools that can help them make decisions, help them collaborate, help them visualize and see things in a different way. And Miro does all those things. So to me, at least as an investor, I'm thinking, give the team the tools that are going to help them think, that are going to make the most brighten their, their skills as smart folks. And Miro is at the top of that list. M-S-W Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at the Stephanie Miller Show, and I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. <gasps> I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy? I got the awesome. And the, the, that's a v-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself, people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear, I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself and they've expanded way beyond underwear too and with their love at first wear guarantee you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit discover your inner tomboy let me get you started with my special discount go to tomboy x enter the code stephanie to get an extra 20 percent off that's an extra 20 percent off when you enter stephanie at tomboyx.com that's tomboyx.com restrictions apply see site for details Hey, if you are like us and you find yourself getting bit every year and are just as desperate as the next person, we can relate. That's right. After all, who wants to spray smelly chemicals on yourself just to keep off bugs? Yes. Whether you're hiking or hanging out in your backyard, we have got the product for you, Bugger Off Balm. Yes. It's easy and simple to use. It's deep free and it smells good too. It's made with non-GMO soybean oil, beeswax, rosemary, thyme, geranium, citronella, cedarwood, mm. basil, eucalyptus, Ooh. essential oils. That's right. It's all packed into a handy two-ounce tin that you can fit like in your pocket or just throw it in your purse or your backpack, whatever. It's mm. totally easy to carry around. Yes, yes, yes. It's handmade in small batches in the Pacific Northwest. And just for our listeners, Bugger Off Bomb is offering 15% off when you use the code SEXY. That's right. Go to BuggerOffBomb.com and use the promo code SEXY at checkout. That's right. <laughs> Get 15% off by going to Bugger Off 
softbalm.com and use the code SEXY at checkout. This is a medical disclaimer, not for use as a deterrent against Zika or Lyme disease. If you live in or visit high-risk areas, you will need something stronger. Hi, I'm Frances Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. And we are Frangela, and welcome to... The The Final Final Word! I am really proud. I am really honored. He's a jackass. Stop it. Get off it, Donald. Hey, what happened? Stupid is, stupid does, sir. You blow it! You idiot! Idiot of the week! Week, 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 week! This is where you send us the stupid to frangela08 at gmail.com or sometimes on Twitter, etc. And then we mock them. Yes, we do. And it's just sweet, sweet goodness. Sweet, good mocking. There's Mm. no other point. It's just delicious. I'm sorry. There's no other point. I'd like to very quickly say thank you to some people who have sent in idiots like right after we done them, etc. So John T, Becky W, Donnie J, Beth H, Sandy R, D Fernandez, Ken W, Grego as always, Crystal H, Richard C, Julie A, Christina F. Thank you so much for making it possible. I'm holding for up my the idiot of the week podcast possible. I'm holding up my romper room, you know, looking through mirror. I'm oh, seeing each and every one of you them. every time that yeah. she said your name. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. stupid, which yeah. fits in with the scene. <laughs> so let's get started, <laughs> shall we? Shall yes. we? You go. You go first. Number one, I don't know if we have them in the same order. We'll find out. Uh, yeah. Who you got? I'm going to do, I'll do this because this is what's on top. Mm-hmm. It's from Barbara E. Thank okay. you. Man implicates himself after using stolen credit card and signing as thief. <laughs> this is in Pennsylvania, sadly. You know, you know, when, yeah, let me feels say something. so Florida. It feels so Florida. It feels so many things. Except with the, with they be able to spell thief correctly. Right. That, there. there. And then go. there, and there, there are your is. tax dollars. At work. At there, work. There you go. Because he knew I before E. Okay. Uh, he, um, <laughs> what I love about this article is it says, a man implicated himself in a crime when he signed thief on a receipt after using a stolen credit card. Mark Lattimore, 28 years old, he bought several items, none of which are going to be worth the sentence he's going to get, I assure you. Uh, he uh, allegedly used uh, this fake card. He stole a card from a woman who police say gave him a ride. Mm-hmm. Vague. But you know he uh, he bought a cell phone for two hundred bucks. He um, signed the receipt thief. He also signed as thief at the Butler Beer and Tobacco <laughs> store after spending forty two dollars on beer and cigarettes. I mean, he did it t- more than once. That's what's important. This is what I, I okay. I have questions. I got questions. Maybe somebody someplace you know told him, man, if you ever ever <laughs> don't get caught. Using somebody else's shit. Right? Just right thief. They can't prove it was you. Yeah, they can. Number <laughs> one, they can. They have video of him at all what of these know, places. Who would know? It was a, no, it's that, it's that dude named Thief. <laughs> nobody named. Okay, here's the problem. I, and I can't believe I'm going to say this. I don't, I think you're unfairly impugning, maligning mm. the criminal community when you suggest there's another criminal out here who would tell somebody to do this. <laughs> yeah. And while they may be stupid in the <laughs> of the week, 
I, I think it's a lead. I think this is this had to be. Let me tell you something. This is this is stupid. Birthed of stupid. There's something. This, something, this got me. This is stupid being passed on. I'm just saying. There's something kind of magical though about the fact that he did write thief spell it correctly at two places. I, I don't know. Perry goes. Was this the son of his heart? Magical. Was he? In, did he? Was he like? I'm a like, was there joy in it? And this is where, again, with the bad reporting. Yeah. Just because it's a stupid story doesn't mean we approach it stupidly. No, we do okay, not. Okay, people, we, we should take our reporting more seriously. We delve into these stories. Okay. And take them personally. Thank you. And we sometimes stand up for these people. I can't believe he implicated himself. <laughs> okay, next. Next, next, next. This is from Jeff W. and Kirk B. Thank you so much. Um, okay. A far, I'm just going to read it out loud. A fart pushes speaker to suspend a debate in Kenya. Okay. A heated debate about uh, market stalls. She said fart. I know. Uh, that was fart. That was, thank you. Uh, that was fart. F-A-R-T. I didn't want to say it, but I said it. And I've said it now several times. But just because if you just said it, I just want to make sure people understood that that is indeed what she said. I, did, I said her. a fart uh, pushes the speaker. <laughs> Don't drink while I'm saying it, Angela. I'm sorry. To suspend the debate. Okay, so this is what happened. This is a, okay, the this Kenya's is, regional assembly. Yes. They, there was a, they were in a heated debate. It was heated, heated, y'all. Okay? And this was about market stalls. Okay? And, at, uh, and, and it was disrupted by a foul smell. <laughs> so, so, a member, uh, Julius Gaia? Yes. Right? Yes. Said... Quote, honorable speaker, one of us has polluted the air and I know who it is. He's, and yeah, and he, not only that, it, this is how I see it in my mind. This is how he said, he said, he said, honorable speaker, one of us has polluted the air and I know who it is. Oh, for a minute, I thought you were doing our bad fake African, yes. as if that's an accent accent. Were you yes. trying to? Yes, okay. so slight, but yet this not. This is what we do for the video game. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, no, uh, yeah, the member... Then the reply, the member he accused of the foul odor is said to have replied, I am not the one. I cannot do such a thing in front of my colleagues. Which I, I'm going to tell you something. If I, somebody had accused me in a room of fouling it so badly that we had to stop business. We had to stop the stop fuck Debate down. about our economy. They're right, right. And stop down. I don't know if I would have been that smooth. Okay, so then the assembly speaker Edwin Kakach then instructed members to step outside mm-hmm. to take a break from the chamber. Reports are also that he asked officials to bring in air fresheners <laughs> to quote to make it pleasant. Get whatever flavor you will find in any office, whether it's vanilla or strawberry. That's not any flavor. That's so passive aggressive. Yeah, yeah, Just like, say you want the like, vanilla or the strawberry. <laughs> It's so passive aggressive. I can't. But um, spe- passive aggressive speaker Edwin went on to say, "We cannot continue sitting in an environment that smells bad." And what I want to say is, first of all, I want to yes and this man. This is you know what? This is leadership. I like these people. This is leadership. I like these people. They like it smells bad. It's no, stop. No, stop. Time out. I don't give a fuck about the economy. Things up in here. I can't, and, I can't live like this. And I'm not going to let none of us live like this. Let's go. <laughs> and can I just say, whoever oh dealt God. it. <laughs> I know. 
That's the first thing. Whoever doubts it, I, I have thought. to. We and I think I speak for you as, without even checking beforehand as I say this, Francis. We would like to encourage you to look at your diet. <laughs> okay, because Please, quite literally, you stopped, your gas stopped a government. You stopped government. Okay. You stopped. The way you smell, your fart is stop government. Okay, and it's and it's a seditious gas. It's odious and seditious, and you need to do something. People were gasping for air they and looking for air fresheners because of something you did: vanilla or strawberry. Specific, any flavor at all: vanilla or strawberry. Any vanilla or strawberry you can find. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. That tickled us, you guys. Because oh that is, you really do get an idiot story that's just sort of like mm-hmm. that. But let me tell you something. If you're like us, getting bit every year, as soon as it gets hot outside, that's right. You want to be just, outside and hang out. And you're just as desperate as the next person not to be bit. We can relate. And that's why Bugger Off has created a bomb that is friendly for us to use. Okay. That's you right, for you and your, your family. Your family. Yeah. If you're hiking, just hanging out in your yard. The balm is simple and easy to use. It's year-round, seasonal in every way. It's DEET-free. It smells good. It's made with non-GMO soybean oil, beeswax, rosemary, thyme, geranium, citronella, cedarwood, basil, and eucalyptus essential oils. I mean, it's got all the good stuff. Yes. And oh. somehow it also keeps the bugs away. Yes. And it's all packed in a handy two-ounce tin. And it's ready to toss in your purse, your backpack, or, or your even pocket. your if back pocket. Small, you yeah, yeah, your yeah, pocket. yeah, 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 yeah. Just for our listeners, Bugger Off Bomb is offering 15% off when you use the code SEXY. Yes. Go to BuggerOffBomb.com and use the promo code SEXY at checkout. That's right. Get 15% off by going to BuggerOffBomb.com and use the code SEXY at checkout. And just so everybody's clear on the medical disclaimer, this is not for use as a deterrent against Zika or Lyme disease. If you live in and or visit high-risk areas, you'll need to have something stronger. Yes. You will love it. It works. Yes, it does. Do it. Now, back to back the to things idiots. that don't work well. Yes. Okay, I have right here. All right, this is from Gary C. And Secretary oh. of everything <laughs> general, general damselfly which is weird to be general and to say but <laughs> yes. when you're secretary of everything you can do what you want yeah you can and it says i don't know if i can read this headline okay it says scientists create atomic vodka from grains and water around chernobyl i am done what? i am putting <laughs> my foot down are you? Let me start before we get to the information by re- registering my formal complaint. Okay, please, please. Scientists, what does that mean? Grant money. I want to know. I want to know who, who is financing who? this buffoonery. So, okay, an international, international team. Because it's just not one. We can't just no. blame it on the Russians. No. It was international. They've been studying what they call the exclusion zone around Chernobyl, which I think is a cute way of saying, hell no, don't be here, <laughs> Chernobyl. <laughs> um, but they've recently unveiled a bottle of vodka that's made from water and grains, cereal grown in the area around the abandoned nuclear power plant. The word that is missing from that abandoned and exploded <laughs> nuclear power plant. На здоровье. Do you know what? Isn't the, isn't the operative word in that sentence sentence abandoned? 
What are you suggesting that the fact that people left a, an incredibly expensive thing, just left it. Yes. And won't be anywhere around it, that that's like a hint right. or something? Yeah. Yeah, apparently not to these so-called scientists. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, they're calling it atomic, mm. but spelled wrong because mm. they're scientists. So it's mm. A-T-O-M-I-K. Um, and they're saying, they're trying to say that it's found to contain some radioactive compound, but like <laughs> other spirits, you know, it's sort of drink neutral. Um, this is and, it's a, and you know what, it's and a I'm nice That tone, that tone, <laughs> see how the tone changes everything? Because the way it's written, it's like, it's like, but when you put a little tone on it. Mm. So this is a, a Professor Jim Smith from the University of Portsmouth uh, in the United Kingdom told the BBC that, quote, this, this is no more radioactive than any other vodka. Please flag that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he goes on to say, any chemist will tell you when you distill something, impurities stay in the waste product. So we took rye that was slightly contaminated and water from the Chernobyl aquifer. <laughs> flag it. And we distilled it. We asked our friends at Southampton University, who have an amazing radioanalytical laboratory, to see if they could find any radioactivity. They couldn't find anything. Everything was below their limit of detection. Flag it, three flag flags, it, flag it, flag it, flag it. I number got just one, flags. I got to do my number one flag. There is no more radioactive than in any other vodka. I need an inventory right no, the no, fuck, fuck now of every vodka. vodka then. Because I, particularly in the past week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> number one. Number two, what he says. Um, so we took the ride that was slightly contaminated. Mm-hmm. I object to the use of the word slightly by a scientist. Mm-hmm. Give me a number, number bitch. <laughs> Give me a number. Slightly. I don't use adjectives. I'm not stupid. I'm not new to the Chernobyl drink scam. Um, it went on. Then that's my first. And the next thing is um, that they distilled it. And then the fact that, that they, here's my problem. Mm-hmm. They involved a whole other innocent group of scientists. Yep. They took this bullshit over to another <laughs> lab and had them test and fuck around with it. And they said it's below their limit of detection. That's flag. my last flag. Because that is the that, flag. That's a scene in the movie. Yep. Let me explain. There's a point in Chernobyl, the, the uh, series, the limited run series that they did on Chernobyl, mm-hmm. where they come back, the officials come back and they go, look, the radiation isn't above, it's below this number. And they show the reading on the on a, the little Geiger counter or whatever you call it. And they're like, and, and one of the people goes, yeah, but my concern is that that's actually the high, as high as that monitor will go. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't mean that's where that. That's just where it can stop measuring. Right. And of right. course, it was wildly right. wrong. Right. right. So being that you're coming into a community that has a history <laughs> of having these sorts of problems and moments of confusion, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me say. Let me tell you something. I got questions about anybody who goes, "Hey, what's in that mm-hmm. radioactive aquifer?" Let's use Which was that. also a big problem in the movie. <laughs> okay. And in real life, when I say in the movie, I understand that I'm... Here's my thing. And I'm not saying that they're lying, necessarily. Mm. Maybe it is a negligible amount. Maybe it's the same amount as in other vodkas. But what I'm saying is grant money mm-hmm. that did we were are we sitting around as a people going we need something else to make vodka mm. out of or are they so end of times <laughs> and partiers right <laughs> that they say, like we're gonna have wait, to figure y'all. out how we gonna make well, we gonna make the vodka, vodka out of in, in the end times on the end times when we in the bunker when right. we run out of spirits right and went, well, we said, we're gonna run out of all that shit right what we're gonna have a lot of though is contaminated in water. water right <laughs> that I might get behind, but I have a sneaking suspicion that's not the case. Mm. Next up. Next up. Who you got? What you got? Uh, how about the passengers mm-hmm. speak out? Mm-hmm. 
This is from uh, Paul V. Passengers speak out after Greyhound driver ditched bus. <laughs> I can't. During Dallas. He broke. He just broke. broke. He just broke. I love the simplicity of this. I love this I just love it because it's so simple. So some people boarded a Greyhound bus in Dallas that was going to Phoenix. About three hours into the trip, the driver pulled over and left the passengers stranded. Apparently, um, what the, he pulled over uh, and they made a stop in Abilene. And that was supposed to be a 20-minute pit stop. At some point, somebody went, hey, y'all. Is that nice the bus driver? He's been gone for two hours. Hours before the first person started asking. He went shopping at the Walmart. And, and then they said, all of a sudden, everybody in the bus was standing up. I was at my computer. I'm like, at the window. I'm like, what's going on? The bus driver is gone. I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, yeah, he went to the Walmart. He didn't come back. This is like, you know, two hours now, like she said. So here's the thing. After a few hours, a few more hours, passengers began calling Greyhound to figure out what's going on. Y'all way too patient, number one. Yeah. And number two, um, they said they were stuck in Abilene for about nine hours before Greyhound was able to send a report placement driver i would be mad they say that a representative from Graham brought them lunch while yeah. they were on the bus but watson said he'd like to get his money back apparently officials didn't respond to multiple uh from greyhound uh multiple requests for comments from this station um this is the thing mm. what i find amazing is i love a good i'm out yeah you know like and what i love about the way that this bus driver he, he didn't bounced. even need the credit no he, he didn't. didn't even do the, the flight attendant open the emergency exit he there's no flair to this no. just the slow moving realization <laughs> that this motherfucker went, went you ain't gonna never hear from me again you know what i hope happened what? i hope that you know they were being not that they were being assholes but they, he was sitting there and he was like and he was got off the bus and he was just gonna go to the bathroom right, <laughs> yeah, right. he's just gonna take his 20 minute break right and then he was in that bathroom that dirty stall or whatever mm-hmm. looking around and he went what am I doing? <laughs> is Who this am my, I? Is this my Who best life? Is this my eat, pray, love? <laughs> yeah. Fuck this shit. And he took off his shoes, all of his clothes, and walked <laughs> through the desert night. <laughs> and he's still walking. He's still walking. I he is second. I love him. I love him, too. I love him. Why the fuck you wait, like, two hours before you <laughs> like, where's the bus well, driver? Is, well, here's the thing. These are the people that die real quick in the horror movie. Well, here's my question. When do you, what's your breaking moment? What's your breaking point if you're waiting? Oh, I would say if the if the trip, the waiting period was 20 minutes, I'm going to give you half hour. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you 10 minutes before I start doing the looking around, make eye contact mm-hmm. with people, like, <laughs> is something weird to you? Is something weird to you? Yeah. Then I'm going to give you another 10 before I get up and say something to one of somebody else. Go, has anybody else? Has anybody else? Right. Anybody else? Right, right. Then I'm going to send people out to go look for the bus driver. Right. So by, I'm talking about, by the time that person's been gone, by minute 55. Hour, yeah. 40 minutes. 55, we're, we're, we're acting we're on We're acting on we're calling yeah. Gray- and we're calling Greyhound the second somebody goes ain't nobody in the bathroom we're right. calling Greyhound you know right. like so but the fact that it took two hours it sounds like before they even like talk to each other it's right <laughs> well I'm gonna tell you something have you ever been on a Greyhound yes and it's horrible it's a scary place sometimes it's hor- you know I just went through that bullshit on the Peter Pan bus line <laughs> Oh, I don't even know if you want me to go off about this, <laughs> but the Peter Pan bus line fucked me over. It was so fucking, I've, you know, we blocked them on Twitter because they're constantly asking me to give them more complaints or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah, broke. Next up. Yeah, next up. This was okay. sent by a lot of people. A lot of people. It was Mary uh, MP, mm-hmm. Jen H., 
Paul V, Linda, Ryan G, Donnie J, Gary C, Megan W. Thank you so much. And Megan, you wrote a great email about it, too. Mm -hmm. You are quite right. She (laughs) did earn her title. Yes. Title is of this is Woman Sent to Hospital After Posing with Octopus on Face. In Tacoma, Washington. Apparently, uh, when Jamie Biseglia, Biseglia, something like that, met up with some fishermen who had hooked an octopus uh, during a fishing derby there in the Tacoma Narrows, she saw an opportunity for, as per usual, a photo op. Hey, selfie. It was a photo contest in the derby. So crazy me. This is a quote from her. Hindsight now and looking back, which is redundant, I probably made a big mistake. Probably. 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 Probably, Jamie. Do we have to? How are we going mm. to push that probably into dick? Mm. Because she grabbed an octopus, put it on her face. And posed. She said at first it grabbed with her with its suckers, which is, by the way, what it does. Yeah. And then it did something it didn't. she didn't expect. It bit on her face. Yeah. I would like to flag that. Yeah. Homegirl was okay with the suction cuppy butter. <laughs> Um, then she says, uh, it had barreled its beak into my chin and then let go a bit. And then it did it again. It was really intense pain when it went inside and it just bled, dripping blood for a long time. Ouch. So she says the octopus was a smaller juvenile version Mm. of a (laughs) juvenile version. Why you put something live with teeth on your face? Yeah, that has venom, right? Mm. That left her in incredible pain. Um... She actually kept fishing for two more days before she went to the emergency room and then had the audacity to complain that she was still in pain and that she's on three different antibiotics. Yeah, she says, but here's a, here's a twist for an idiot. Mm-hmm. She says the whole pit of painful experience taught her a valuable lesson about handing, handling a live octopus. Mm-hmm. She said, quote, this was not a good idea. <laughs> I will never do it again. I hope not. If you did... I think we would have to just really go and give you the Idiot of the Week award. Oh, well, that would be Idiot man, of the Year. Oh, if I see any Besedulia of the clan of the Besedulia <laughs> out with octopi on their face. People, oh, stop goodness. putting wild... You can't get... Okay. Okay. Photo ops are not for wild animals. Mm-hmm. Okay? They for like if you run into a Kardashian. Right, right, right. <laughs> Let's review. Okay. Jesus. The scientist uh, who created uh, the atomic vodka from grains and water at, around Chernobyl... Mm-mm-mm. The um, man who implicated himself after use implicated himself after using a stolen credit card and signing as thief. The woman who was sent to the hospital after posing with the octopus on her face. That's right, and of course we've got the Kenya fart that stopped government. Yes, and we have the. Did we do the uh, man? Oh yeah, I just did the, bu- the bus. Did you do the bus driver? Yeah, here we yeah. go. And, and uh, passengers speak out uh, after Greyhound driver ditched the bus at pit stop during Dallas uh, trip. Okay, so. I I just really seriously it's so hard because these, there's so much stupid here but I'm gonna go with octopus oh I'm gonna go with the uh, vodka okay you go okay this is why I'm going with octopus as mm. opposed to vodka because here's the deal she knew that there was an injury possible coming. Yes. Okay. Yes. The suction cup of things, mm-hmm. right? She knew that was going to happen and still put it on her face. Yeah. And also, somehow, with whatever knowledge she's trying to perp like she has, mm-hmm. didn't know that she could also get bit. 
right. or that that would hurt. And this is the problem here. This woman has, and then she waited two days because she was fishing. Help. That's some hella stupid. Yeah. Because that's why you have to take three different antibiotics, bitch, because you didn't get that shit cleaned out immediately. Yeah. And I'm looking at this and I'm like, was there, there I need to know they were drunk. I need <laughs> to know it. I need to know she was so drunk and it was like, because this otherwise, yeah. I cannot. For me, I'm going to go with the atomic vodka because that's a choice that you're going to choose to drink something that was, uh, that has, that came from radiation that, that you, number one, you mm. made it and you, you, you paid mm. for it. But ultimately that is to be consumed. And it's also, I would argue in, in the, right. That it's also not to make like food or something. Right. It's like something that technically we don't need. You don't need it. No, you don't <laughs> no need vodka. it. No. And it's literally like, I, is this like the, like Greek system, uh, <laughs> scientists or something. And it's a party time. I just got to say, for instance, there was a time in this country. Girl, there was a time. There was a time in this country when you said you were a scientist. Hmm. It conjured up images of white, crisp lab coats. Yeah. You know, titration. Yeah. Goggles. Not a kegger. No. No, 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 no. Not not a kegger. Not holding your girlfriend's hair in a stall. Yeah, not jello shots. No. 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 This is not. There was a time in this country where science was science. Yeah. Angela, there was a time in this country that if you got on a Greyhound bus. Right. If you got on in Chicago, you expected to get off in Los Angeles. You get off. You in got Los off in Los Angeles unless you did something wrong on the bus and they got put out early, and that's on you. That's on you. But there was a time in this country when you had an expectation to go from one place, from place A to place B. You Especially get on the good old fashioned bus. This yes. is no hoity-toity, complicated airplane or the Amtrak. It's a bus. It's a bus. There was a time in this country. There was a time in this country when maybe you owned who you were. Mm. And you said to yourself, you know what I am? I'm a thief. Yeah. You owned it. <laughs> you owned it. But you, what you didn't do. What you didn't do. Was try to get the rest of society to get hip to owning it. Because that <laughs> results in jail. Yes. 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 There was a time in this country, Angela, with the one who dealt it, smelt it, dealt it. And everybody knew that internationally. <laughs> yes, okay. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We're friends. Well, thank you so much for listening to The, the Final Word. Word. Idiot of the Week. Week, 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 week. Make sure you write us at frangela08 at gmail.com and follow us at Frangela Duo. And check out all of the super cool, amazing, intelligent, funny podcasts here in the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Hey, this is Lee Papa, host of AGD Podcast with the Rude Pundit. If you enjoyed this episode, you'll love my show, where every week I talk about politics and interview funny, fascinating, and filthy people. Find it at sexyliberal.com and on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and everywhere else you get your podcasts. Today, we discuss Miro. Listen, when it comes to running client workshops, the dream, of course, is to get those creative juices flowing, right? But typically what ends up happening is thousands of hours get wasted because of poorly facilitated meetings. So I have Maya with me today. She's a consultant who runs Fortune 100 workshops from leadership training to team building, and she has the insider tip on what makes things work. Maya? Thank you, Jason. I've been doing this a long time. My number one tip is to bring everyone into that visual collaboration platform. 
So personally, I use Miro and it's completely changed how I interact with the room. You have to give people a way to feel like they're in the room even when they're not. That's something you can do easily in Miro. Otherwise, they've seen the same slides and format a thousand times. Falling asleep, eyes glazing over, yawns, all that. Exactly. When people follow me on the Miro board, everyone is literally going on a journey with me. We're adding thoughts, we're reacting, and we're voting for the best ideas. It's great. Connective magic. I like it. That's M-I-R-O dot com.